With Lucky Landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio.
Good evening, citizens of Earth. Welcome, humans. I merely tell you that the future of your planet is at stake. We have to ask you to try to stay calm, and it's important for everyone not to panic. I am authorized to assure you that so far there is no reasonable cause for alarm. We have come to visit you in peace and with goodwill. We work for a highly funded yet unofficial government agency. Our mission is to monitor extraterrestrial activity on Earth. We are the men in black. You know what the difference is between you and me? I make this look good. It's awesome, baby! What's happening, what's happening, what's happening? This is Coach Kyrie, and you are now rocking with the best. And I say the best because I feel that each and every Wednesday, really every time the show comes on, when you know you got Coach Kyrie and handling the control panels, baby, I'm giving you the best that I got. That's in the four agreements. Always do your best. Don't take it personal. Don't make assumptions. And... No assumptions, always do your best, and don't take it personal. I guess I got to look it up or something, but hey, if you feeling me, then you know what I'm talking about, four agreements. You know, I have to go and like look it up like right away. Four, four agreements are, yeah, don't take it personal, always do your best. Oh, be impeccable with your word. So when I say, I'm, when I, when I say you're rocking with the best, Yo, that's got to be my word. You are rocking with the best, baby. Yeah. All right. Woo! Tonight, I'm pretty sure that this show is going to go the way I want it, but in some people, they're going to look at it two ways, right? They're going to say, man, he is on it, or they're going to say, he's such a chauvinistic pig, because... I have this book, Man Leads Tonight, and Classes in Session, all right? Now, we're not going to go through all the book because it'll probably take thousands of shows for us to go through everything that's, you know, in the book. And if you want personal coaching on this from the author, you can go to manleads.com and sign up for her coaching classes. If you want me to do some coaching, I have some similar stuff with my gender harmonics that I use with man leads, woman follows, the monk, the visionary, the soldier, the nurturer, and the lover and the negotiator. But I really love, that's why I endorse this book totally, um, the entire concept of the man leading and how, you know, how essential that is for a healthy family, Okay. And for us to have healthy children, they need to see men leading. And right in the book, and so some people say, well, why can't we just lead ourselves? Because there's two people in a relationship, and this co-parenting thing of everyone leading themselves doesn't lead to dancing. It doesn't lead to a waltz or to tango as two bodies moving as one, okay? It was two bodies to make the baby. You didn't asexually make the baby. So when you are parenting, Co-parenting still needs a leader and a follower, which leads to an example, because following doesn't mean being enslavement. We say this all the time on every show that we do every Wednesday at 10 o'clock. 
all right? And you can start raising your hands now and calling in if you have an objection or something to say or comment, 347-205-9089. Press 1 if you want to line up to have something to say, right? I'm not going to get to callers yet, but you can go ahead and press 1 and get in line. So we talked about finding the perfect man already, okay? Tonight we're going to talk about finding the perfect woman. Now, in this book, in a past episode, we didn't go through the whole chapter, but we talked about unhealthy men. And if he's not healthy, because the women had all types of, well, what if he does this, and what if he does that, and what if he does that? Well, is he healthy? What's the criteria for a healthy man? Tonight, we're going to go through the criteria for a healthy woman, I mean, for a perfect woman. And, of course, she's got to be healthy, but we're going to talk about some of the things listed here, starting the chapter is this. Chapter 6, The Her Manual, page 141. Do you have the book? The Her Manual, right. And I love when I get to have a book like this that really supports me and what my case is toward having healthier relationships for the children and for our lineage and for generations to come. Okay, because the generations now, when we pass down how we do relationships, we're in trouble. Okay, um, and to have a woman who wrote this book talking about tonight, we're going to be going over the never list. So, men, you're going to be looking for things that women should never do. That's right. And then, women, if you want to be perfect, if you want to make the sacrifice so you can be perfect, because this is not a religious show about in the Bible we're all born into sin. Sin comes from the Greek word hamatia, which means to miss the mark. If you miss the mark, shoot again until you hit the bullseye. Every time we fail, we get back up and try again. Why do people get married over and over again? Because they're trying to get it right. They miss the mark and they're trying to get it right. Happy, successful relationships that are 20, 30, 40 years, 50 years, they, they're not in sin. They've hit the bullseye. So it is possible. And not one or two relationships, but here's a book with one, over 1,000 men have been interviewed who are with the perfect woman. All right? Yeah. So we're going to go over what the research and the scientific facts are tonight. So buckle up your strap. You're either with us or you're with us. You might as well just be with us, man. Don't fight it. But tonight there's going to be some things that are probably going to ruffle some feathers. But guess what? I said it. We said it. And you can call in any time you want and ask for us to go a little deeper into each one. Because in Chapter 6 alone, there are 37, 38, 42, 44, 45, 45, like, points. And in in 45 by itself, it's broken down into like seven letters. And in the seventh letter, it goes into G1, 2, 3, and 4. So it goes like, oh, 5 and 6. So it's like 40, 40, 45 has 45 A, B, C, D, E, F, G. Then there's a G1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, right? <laughs> and some of these are my personal favorites that I used to, like, wonder how would I figure this out. And so now, this is my criteria. 
And I know this woman is out here because as long as I'm healthy, because the healthy part is in the beginning of the book, the healthy man. So before I got to the her manual, I had to make sure and check myself before I wreck myself to make sure I'm healthy. So I'm going to bring on and talk to people tonight, and we're going to really get into the flow of this thing here. Um, and I'm looking for Ro tonight. If she'll press one or she's on so I can uh, bring her on because I'm sure she has some good stuff tonight to add because I could just easily just like go through um, go through this information by myself and if I have to I will but I am um, looking for because I normally want to bring on my uh, co-host first okay she's on the way which is cool but guess what I can get this party started, you know, and when she gets it, we'll just get it popping. So I already have a caller on the line. I want to let somebody else set the tempo tonight. Well, now I'm going to get to the first caller. I see you got your hand raised. I see you, but I want to read the intro to this chapter here, um, the Her Manual. Number, number one says, do not emasculate your man. Now, there's been a big topic about emasculation of men uh, in the media, especially with rappers like my man Lord Jamal, uh, Chuck D, a lot of people have been talking about um, emasculating your man. And what are some of the things that the perfect woman does not to emasculate her man? So I want to set the show up tonight. When, I, when we say never, never emasculate your man. Um, do not dominate your man. Don't boss your man around. That means these are things that perfect women don't do. When we're going through this and you're checking yourself off, don't take any of this personal. Let me go back to the four agreements again. Let's go back to the four agreements real quick. Don't take anything personal. Nothing, nothing others do is because of you. What others say and do is a projection of their own reality. When you are immune to the opinions and actions of others, you won't be the victim of needless suffering. I also want to share from uh, from Jewel and the Lotus, because a lot of you know that I teach the tantric lifestyle, and I feel that these two books. Now, this is yeah, is this, is this a big endorsement? These two books go together. The Jewel and the Lotus by my teacher, Sunyata Saraswati, third edition, purple cover, and Man Leads, because. You can't do Tantra, ladies, if you're trying to be masculine and you got a psychic penis. You have to be Shakti, S-H-A-K-T-I. The man's got to be Shiva. You can't get into Tantra if you ain't understanding this dance. You see how it's a man and a woman on this cover dancing? See how it's a man and a woman on this cover in the Yabyun position? She's sitting in his lap. He's probably inside of her. Right. Okay, she's not masculine here. You want to do Tantra, listen up to man leads. A lot of times, I mean, for years people have been asking me about, well, what did Sanyata say about this or what did he say about that And when you're practicing Tantra? And I'm not a student because I read the book, okay? I've been studying with Sanyata personally since 2001, face-to-face, 
Check my timeline. Period. Check my photos. Just it ain't just look. Just type in Sanyata Saraswati Kair, and then you'll 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 see. But I'm gonna read a passage out of it. That's gonna set this up for those of you who may hear some things that are disturbing to you tonight. It shouldn't be disturbing. They should be like, oh wow. And this is my my homeboys, my men. You guys, I need y'all on the line tonight because the perfect woman is out there. If you say she's not out there, then you then, then she's not going to be out there for you. But she is out there, all right? Now, I have this bookmark all the time, page 58. All the time I have this bookmark, page 58. When someone irritates you, it is probably because, A, you see in him a part of yourself that you don't like. You refuse to see that quality in yourself and don't like to see it in someone else. B, the way he or she mistreats you mirrors the way you mistreat yourself. C, he or she reminds you of some grievance you are attached to, someone you haven't forgiven, some limitation you haven't made peace with. Hmm. C, oh, I'm sorry, D, he or she won't allow you to twist the truth the way you usually do won't fall for your games, won't support your favorite delusions, won't ignore the obvious. Any disturbing situation can be turned to your advantage or wasted. You can either look inward and see what buried fear or hurt or anger has been reactivated and bring it to the surface, or you can look outward and blame someone for misusing you. Either you learn and grow from the situation or you miss the opportunity if you come on here complaining tonight, you're going to miss an opportunity to grow. Then the cosmos has to go to the trouble of setting the situation up again and again until you finally get it. And we always say lessons you don't learn only get harder. When you realize that someone is causing you distress, be grateful to that person for he or she is your teacher. Yes. So when I'm stressing a lot of people out on Facebook or Instagram or whatever, or even in person, guess what? I'm your teacher. And, boy, when you're stressing me out, I know you're my teacher. So I'm trying to limit my number of teachers because I'm limiting my stresses. So I can have this, like Erica said, what if we only have master teachers? You're only going to have a lot of master teachers if you limit the things that stress you out. When you realize, oh, by being exactly the way he or she is, he or she has pushed a button in your subconscious. Now that button can become conscious, and you are one step closer to freedom. I have read page 58 from Jewel in the Lotus, Sanyata Saraswati, The Tantric Path to Higher Consciousness. This is the Bible of Tantra. I don't care what else was written out there. Yes, I got, I've done tons of shows just on this particular book. First three chapters. I know y'all like all the sexual positions and you want to know about the yoni and you know you want to know about hitting it from the back and all the positions but guess what stop going to the back of the book first get the foundation right read the first three understand how to breathe you understand what is the pranic healing breath about understand your lungs and the tools that you're taking into the bedroom and into your lifestyle and quit thinking that tantra is only about sex Please stop asking me about, I got a, somebody says, I have a tantric question for you, and it's about sex. Did you ask me a tantric question about love or about the male psyche or the female psyche? If you go straight to sex, you're not talking about tantra. 
okay? And I don't care who told you that. Tantra does not start with, start with sex, period. Now, and tonight, when we talk about healthy relationships, we're talking about men leading and finding the perfect woman. Because I really love this chapter, but we have not went over it yet. I know we're, I know we're going to get to it. And there's tons of subjects in this book. There's, there's movies inside of this book. There's tons of stuff. Oh, there's TV shows. There's toys. There's, everything is in there. I just love it. It's like a smorgasbord. So we're going to get started here. I'm going to go take my first caller first and see who we got on the line who wants to chop it up with us. Uh, call, um, this is one of my callers in from Skype, a very good friend of mine, a fellow astrologer, astrologist, a female. She's very good at her craft. I appreciate um, her perspective as she looks at certain things. And she's going to know that tonight I'll probably be able to refer to her about the Venus perspective. Because we haven't even had an astrology man lead show yet. Boy, oh boy, oh boy. <laughs> it's going to be lovely. So I'm going to open up the microphone for Aminti. Aminti, thanks for joining us tonight. How you doing? I'm doing good. Can you hear me? Loud and clear. Okay, man, I I wanted to speak the role because I had a situation with uh, communication and I wanted really an insight on, on the situation and, and what I could do about it. Well, I think that um, when we go through some of these things tonight and you start checking your list off in being the perfect woman, I think that this show is right up your alley for what you're asking. I did see that you asked a very good question in um, the What Are Men Thinking group about, you know, the TV in the bedroom and then it just, you know, it just got blown out of proportion. You know what I'm saying? So... Um, which is, which is cool, you know, um, but I want to get into some of the book first and then we're going to come back to your question. Is that okay? Yeah, I, um, I ordered the book. I, I, I'll probably get my book next week. So I have, you know, wait for my book to come. Oh man, that's what you need, honey. You need the book. <laughs> you need the book. You need the book. And yes. And I need everybody to go who was invited through the Facebook event page. So please go back in and invite 10 of your friends. They're right there. All you have to do is hit the button, invite. Just invite 10 friends while we're right at the beginning of the show. Just go back to the event page and just, just hit invite, 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 invite. And I want somebody to invite Jerry Miller for me, too. If you have him as a mutual friend, please get my man Jerry in the building for me, too. All right? So, Menti, stay in the building. Me and Ro going to jump into some of these nevers, and then we're going to come back to you, okay? No problem. All right, thank you. You're welcome. All right, I got another caller from Skype two to one one one. Can I get your name and where you're calling from, please? Yeah, my name's Joe, Montana. Joe, what's up from Montana? How you feeling tonight? Okay, I was wondering when you're going to get to the point because I'm really interested in finding out how to find the perfect woman. Oh, Joe, I got something for you. You just hold on. We can get to the point in two minutes and okay. two seconds. Thank you. Appreciate it. All right, caller from um. Four zero four 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 one. Your mic is wide open. Can I get your name and where you're calling from? Please, God, this is Stills. Yeah, I'm calling from ShamanHands.com. ShamanHands is in the building, boy. You know we're gonna need some healing energy from you, some distance healing tonight, because you know some people may, you know, like I said, they may take this kind of offensive, or it may be life changing for them. They shift their entire paradigm. What are some of your expectations tonight from a show like this? 
looking for the perfect woman? Bro, I have none. I'm just excited, and I wanted to jump in and just let you know I made it to the call. I appreciate the invite, and I told you I was going to make one of them. So this is my first man lead show, and I'm just sitting down ready to get it in. I had a late shift today, so I'm kind of tired, but I'm doing my best to hold on for the whole thing. I just want to let you know I'm here. Okay, cool. We're getting ready to get this thing started. I would advise everybody to be like stilts and break out a piece of paper and the pad because it's getting ready to go down. And if you do have the man lead book, you might as well just go ahead and turn to page seven. Turn to page, uh, what's that? Turn to page one forty-one. All right, one forty-one. We're getting ready to get this thing crank up in this joint. So still, to stay in the building. All right. That's what's up, brother. All right, peace. And one more caller before I bring Ro on. Caller from the two five six eight five nine. Can I get your name and where you're calling from, please? Uh, how you doing, man? This is Brandon. I'm calling from the Rocket City, Huntsville. Hi, right. what's going on, Brandon? I appreciate you calling in tonight. Do you think it's a perfect woman out there? Well, I, I've actually been chasing who I believe to be the perfect woman for years. Oh man! And, and yes, yes, and uh, we had our ups and downs, and I've, I've been chasing her through many of her relationships, and so uh, I'm, I'm waiting on to hear what you have to say. <laughs> but um, you know, I, I just wanted to hear your advice on what I should do next because now I live here and she lives in another city, and I want her to come here and. She's got her thing going on, and I have my thing going on. And the first conversation she had with me was last week. Matter of fact, as I listened to your show, she told me that um, um, basically she has more to lose. And I'm thinking, like, honey, I've been doing this and doing that, and I've been trying to see what's going on, and 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 and, and it's not you're not losing anything, honey. You're gaining. We're gonna gain together. We're gonna win together. You're not losing nothing by coming here to be with me. But so I just <laughs> want to, you know, what I'm saying I'm just trying to get your perspective on that. But I've been I've been chasing the perfect woman who I believe is the perfect woman for for a long time. Okay, okay. Well, look, you stay right there. Don't go anywhere, buddy. Cause tonight we're getting ready to. I'm a, I'm I'm getting ready to add some champagne to your campaign, and then I'm gonna bring you back on. <laughs> by the end of the night to see what your yes, feelings sir. are now, you know what I'm saying? Because we want to make sure she's perfect. And I'm glad you said that because striving to be perfect too. So, ladies, just some of these things that I may read to you tonight from the book, if you're not there yet, say I'm striving to be perfect. To me, the perfect woman is striving for, for perfection. Like I'm always wanting to grow. Like I already have had some of, to me, some of the best training and coaching in the world to date. And then I found something that could add some more champagne to my campaign, and I put some humility in my game and said I could continue to grow some more even from this text. So humility is a big point, a big part of growth and being the ideal and being the perfect person. So I feel that I'm the perfect man because I'm always willing to grow and add champagne to my campaign as well. So... Without, with, with that being said, Brandon, I'm going to put you back on hold. You get your okay, pen yes, and paper out, and I'm getting ready to bring on my co-host, the author, the Quinn language. She's not a bilingual or a trilingual. She's a Quinn language. She speaks five languages. She's the only person who's ever had a multi-linguistic uh, school for the youth open in the United States. She is the expert in teaching children how to speak other languages and when you speak other languages, you get immersed in different cultures. And in different cultures, they do relationships differently. She's done the research, over 1,000 interviews of relationships all over the world. 
in, in a two-year-long study on the nature of good men. Wisdom and insight from 16 countries and five of our great continents demonstrates that healthy men are wired in very similar ways. We learn that good men such as these can only be happily paired with women who understand them. Basically, it goes like this. Man wants to feel strong to please women. Women understand this need. Women is appreciative. Man pleases more. A simple scientific truth can go a long way, especially when broken down step by step. Y'all get on your feet. Put your hands together for Rose Hello. It's awesome, baby. What's going on, Ro? I just love it how you know my background so well. Well, you, I'm an investigator, you know, and as a perfect man, I'm supposed to be very knowledgeable about the women that are in my life, whether it's business, personal, co, co-hosting a show. That's just, that, you know, that's what perfect men do. I'm, I have to be the example. I can't just be up here talking about it and not living it, honey child. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Yes. Yes. All righty. So, uh, what do you think about tonight's uh, tonight's topic? Um, when I am excited, tonight? I'm so excited, <laughs> and I do want to get straight into the point because I know there's going to be a lot of talking afterwards. <laughs> yes. So the floor is yours because I've been running my mouth for the first half hour, and um, you can go ahead and like just jump in where you jump in because I'm going to jump in too on uh, like I said off of some of the big points that I looked at here in Chapter 6, which is a very long chapter, too, Ro. You know, why, yeah. why, is, chapter, why is Chapter 6 such a long chapter? Chapter 6 is about, you know, it's a little bit longer for women to wrap their minds around what is necessary in order to love a man in a very harmonious way. And if anybody knows anything about women... To know that it requires a lot of petition for women to get information sometimes. So that's why. <laughs> I think this may be the section. I remember a couple shows back someone asked you, well, Ro, what is femininity? And you said there's a problem in 2014 that it has to be defined, and I have extensively written about it in my book. And I feel mm-hmm. that from pages 141 to 228, which is about, shoot, almost 80, a little more than 80 pages is dedicated Mm -hmm. to being feminine because I think that everything I'm going to go over tonight is going to be anti-feminine. Like, number one, if you emasculate your man, that's anti-feminine. Feminine women, feminine healthy women do not emasculate their men in any form, shape, or fashion. If you do, then you are not a healthy woman, and you're definitely not the perfect woman. So guys who are listening, the perfect woman does not emasculate men. Ro, can you jump in on that one? Yes. Well, a lot of women in our society are unaware of the fact that they are emasculating men, which is why the book is so incredibly important because women are mostly well-meaning and don't want to emasculate men or don't even understand what emasculation is. But when explained well, this goes a very long way. Um, I want to start by explaining to every woman listening 
that there are certain things that men naturally, they may, may, they may not be able to verbally exp- explain this, but according to my research, there are certain things that men naturally want from women, and these have not changed. Young and old men from everywhere want the same things from women since the beginning of time. And these things are, everybody get your pen, loyalty, physical mm. love, also known as sex, special treatment, femininity, patience, full respect, affection, support, understanding, encouragement, peace, and appreciation. If a woman has a natural chemistry towards a man and he is attracted to her, and she offers everything in this list, she is perfect for him. But for the men... This is a dream come true. But for the men, I want to say... Yeah, but for the men, I want to say that it is incredibly important, and this is very well described in the book, it is incredibly important for men to know exactly what they're supposed to be looking for in a wife in order to have a, a harmonious and peaceful and loving and sexual relationship with their wife for a very long time. And these things include a woman's ability to be a supporter and the assistant and mother and nurturer of children and family lineage. If a woman is able to teach beauty and positivity and compassion and patience, wisdom, grace, appreciation, and respect, as said before, and she's also willing and able to bring quality moments to daily family life with grace, no matter the budget, She can be clearly considered perfect for a man who has good chemistry with her. Mm. But if she's not feminine or warm enough in the beginning, she never will be. Men need to pass up a woman who's not feminine or warm enough in the beginning. If it's not a woman's nature to be feminine and warm, it may take several years, or it may never happen that she becomes feminine and warm. And when we are talking about femininity, men need to be very, very clear about what is required because American men mostly are confused about what femininity really, really is until they meet a woman from somewhere else. (laughs) Like Brazil Like Brazil And when a man Meets a woman from somewhere else Who does not have Who's not tainted with American culture Or a woman who is American Who is just naturally Feminine and nurturing All of these things become Clear to him that this is needed And necessary So in order to find The perfect woman a man needs to first 
have at his disposal all of the requirements of a perfect woman, despite what he may think or what his upbringing tells him is a perfect woman, according to my research, a woman who does not have any of these qualities or lacks one of these qualities is a very bad choice. And you can look at the divorce rate and see that. You sure can, because as Jay-Z says, men lie, women lie, numbers don't. Numbers don't. That's the fact. So, uh, you know, a lot of men think that they can find or pinpoint what a an appropriate wife is going to look like. But without the book or without a very large amount of international exposure, we are only attracting women from our culture based on what we see and what we believe is going to work. But obviously what we believe is going to work doesn't work. (laughs) I want to just add one of the reasons why you, the programming is for you to believe that your money or your level of success is what makes something perfect or your religious belief is, excuse me, your religious belief uh, turns you off to um, believing that you can not, that, you know, since I said earlier, you're born into sin, so you can't, you know, there's, there's no way for you to have that because, no one's perfect. That's the biggest load of crock that there is anywhere. It's just a load of right. crap. It's just a load and of crap. And what's happening is people are going around with these beliefs that they've been told, trying to make things work. That is a load of crap, just like you said. If it's not possible to work, it's not going to work, no matter what type of of energy you put into a relationship, no matter what type of um, assistance you may seek, if you have chosen the wrong person or if the person you're with is not willing to learn, grow, or change, you are not going to receive harmony and peace. You can forget about it. You can forget about it. I mean, that's you believe Right. According to my research, this has nothing to do with belief and everything to do with having the right information and making the right choices. Mmm. Mmm. The right choices, everybody. That's what it's all about, the right choices. Now, I want to get more into the list tonight so, because there's so many, there's no way I'm going to get to all 45. For my bros now, so I know some of you ladies are going to be like, well, what? A, listen, there's, we already covered, we already did a show on the perfect woman, okay? So, this is a show for my bros. Um, I'm just going to do a couple and Ro can, like, jump in wherever she wants. I'm just going to read some of the parts. Uh, do not emasculate your man. Despite current overall opinion, men actively do have feelings. 
In fact, men are more loving and sensitive than women are in many, many ways. Most men do not show their feelings in all settings because they still need to protect their masculinity. Still underneath, we are highly sensitive. Intentional or not, no pain is greater than a pain inflicted on a man by the woman whom he loves. So if your woman's inflicting pain on you, which is now a serious epidemic, she's not the perfect one for you. Um, healthy good men are unable to stick around while being emasculated because it is hurtful to their feelings and ego. This is factual. Um, do not dominate your man. Dominating is emasculating. Although we are far from caveman times, men still have the instinct to stay aware of threats that may require protection. If you threaten a man, which includes ultimatums, male instincts will cause him to see you as a masculine threat and go into attack mode. I'm going to just stop right there. Men, yeah, I want to add. I want to add. You know, because people don't understand how harmful emasculation is. It is a fact that emasculation lowers a man's testosterone level. Testosterone is not this evil thing that causes aggression. We have to remember that a man's testosterone is required for his health and happiness. If a man has been uh, in a situation where his testosterone is being compromised, this also affects his willpower, his mood, his physical strength, his immune system, his sex drive, his sperm count, his sperm quality, work performance, patience, nervous system, self-esteem, and self-respect. So it is not something that it is not considered loyal or a good quality when a man stays in a relationship where he is being emasculated because a man who is emasculated does not serve his family well. He's unable to. And it's not possible for a woman to completely emasculate a man, but it is possible for a woman to emasculate him to the point where he feels not as capable of protecting and providing which is a very big problem. He also is going to be not operating, obviously. And this is going to cause sadness, which is going to affect everything else. So emasculation is a very big offense. It's a huge offense, and it ruins entire families. And like you said before, this is an actual epidemic. You know, the divorce rate amongst all of America is about 50%. And the divorce rate amongst black Americans is over 60%. But even the people who are still married are mostly miserable. So this is a really huge problem because families are not thriving, children are not being raised properly, And everyone, a lot of people are trying to prove how long they can stay married so that they don't become part of that statistic, which is a very odd way of looking at it. It's a very dysfunctional thing because you serve your family better through happiness. You know, our goal here is not to prevent divorces when the 
marriage is dysfunctional. Our goal is to keep families thriving in very great harmony because good enough is not good enough. Exactly. The list, the part I want, <clears throat> the ultimatums part, that's a lot what you see in the media. I was unfor- I was at somebody's house, and they had me prison the other day, and I was taking a nap, and I woke up, and Love and Hip Hop was on TV in Atlanta, which should be called Emasculation and Hip Hop. And that's all the women do is go around throwing ultimatums as they move from man to man looking like tramps. And I said it. That not just, you know, because I don't think the word whore is a bad word, but tramps is when you trample along, not, not sexually, but you're just trampling along like you're fumbling with it. You, don't, you can't get it right. And they're just issuing ultimatums and pretending that they are masculine and that you don't mess with me and getting in people's faces. And the man said he didn't want to take a, um, he didn't want to ejaculate in a cup. So the man could, so the doctor could examine his sperm count, and then she starts throwing ultimatums at him. That's emasculating. And I would have my fingers crossed, and I was like, "Please, bro, don't do it, don't do it, don't do it, don't do it." <laughs> and then she was like, "You're either gonna," she said, "You're gonna do it, or you're not gonna do it." He said, "Let me think about it." So, brothers, when you tell your woman to let me think about it, and she comes rushing back at you talking about, um, "You're either gonna do it, or you're not gonna do it." That's back over here on, uh, I think that's rule number 26. Happily give your man space and time away from you. You got to give him space and time to think because we aren't the best multitaskers. Now, I know it was for television and all of that, but I really was like, man, your relationship is going to be horrific down the road if it even goes down the road because you're letting her start a pattern. And when you let women start patterns of dominating you or bossing you around early in a relationship mm-hmm. or giving you ultimates, yep. you are, she's going to be like, oh, this is the pattern that has already been set. So she's not, right. the, perfect, she's not the perfect woman. Um, women, do not belittle your man. If your woman is belittling you or saying you suck or you're always wrong or you ain't shit or who told you to talk or anything like that, then she's not perfect. And as I said in the very first Man Lead show, stop selling out for the coochie. Stop selling out for the coochie just because she does freaky things for you. You're not a healthy man. Healthy men do not let women belittle them. I don't let women talk to me any kind of way. And when they come with this thing that you ain't my daddy or you ain't my man, that's good. I just let my head get small because talking to me brings value into your life. And I fought very hard to be the leader that I am. And when I recognize that you're not healthy, I know that you're not perfect. Because to be perfect, you got to be healthy. So if you don't respect all men, if you only respect your father who you're probably upset with, who may have even been an absentee father, and you're not even in a relationship, and so you're saying that I'm not going to listen to any man who I'm not in a relationship with, who I'm not having sex with, I don't respect your authority or your natural energy, then she's not perfect. Um, don't compare your man. Don't undermine your, mind, undermine your man. Last week we had a show about um, 
If your healthy or good man tells you to stay inside while he checks to see if someone is trying to break into your home, you shouldn't ask why or go outside anyway. He's trying to protect you, silly. Taking away his instinct to protect you is taking his usefulness as a man. Ro, what do you got to say about that? We did a show last week about women staying inside. When the man says go inside and then some women is all up in his face, you don't tell me what to do. Harriet Tubman was on the front line and Rosa Parks on the front line and all this is on the front line. What do you got to say about that, Ro? Well, I want to say, I mean, we talked about it that extensively, but I want to say to the men that, you know, a man is not supposed to ever allow emasculation. And it needs to be clear that it's not just for him. When a man does not allow emasculation, it protects the family. Because the moment a woman slaps a man in the face, figuratively or actually, it's all downhill from there. And she is not going to be able to respect a man who allows her to talk down to him or to belittle him in any way. But she will continue it, but she won't be able to respect him. And every man knows that respect is love to a masculine man. So this is a cycle. If a man allows emasculation, the woman loses respect for him, and then he doesn't feel loved, and then he wants to leave the family emotionally or physically. So men need to keep it very, very clear in their heads that not allowing emasculation protects the family. Exactly. Protect the family. Uh, Don't disrespect your man. Disrespect is emasculating. Women often do not see how certain things can be disrespectful to a man. To be clear, anything which causes your man to feel like a fool, including manipulation, is disrespectful and emasculating. Women, if you want to be perfect, you're going to have to be honest. Is your woman manipulative, manipulative men? If you have a manipulative woman or you're chasing a woman who's manipulative, then she's not perfect. She's emasculating you. Don't do it. Don't go for it. So that quick list, the little 14 right here, (laughs) don't belittle your man. Don't talk down to him. Don't ignore him. Don't let him feel irreplaceable. Uh, Don't play down your need for him. We've talked about that. The perfect woman is needy. The perfect woman needs you. And one of the things I say, the perfect woman is pleasable. If you're trying Mm -hmm. to please her and she just does not want to be pleased or is never enough, like like you're bringing her the world and she's like, well, you fried it. I wanted it sautéed. Why wanted it stir fried? Why didn't you put Why didn't you put it on the grill? You know, you risk your life to go out there and kill that alligator, the hippopotamus. But now she's saying, well, you didn't fry it. You know, I like light salt and a little bit of pepper, and there's no hot Mm -hmm. sauce. If she's not not pleasable, I'm just going to say, if she's not pleasable, fellas, she's not perfect. Go ahead, Ro. I want to be clear to the men that are listening that there are – most of women, most women in our society are going to fall under the category of emasculating. Mm. And it needs to be clear to men that women, if led properly, most women will learn 
the right way to do things if information is given, given to them in the right way. This is why it is so important and has been such a huge gift to a large number of couples when they have the, the book. It is clear that this is not biased, that I have not written anything that is upsetting to women. This information gives women everything they want while also, also giving men everything that they want. So, you know, I don't want the, li- the male listeners to think, well, who, how are we going to find a woman who's not talking down to men? Women are supposed to be led by men, and once you have the tools, you will know how to lead her. You can create the perfect woman. (sighs) I love it. She said that's so nice. I'm going to tell you this. I'm just going to put a little urgency on it. The scenario that we're in in the West right now with the numbers and divorce rates and the way our children are growing up, If the Ku Klux Klan throws me a rope while I'm drowning, I'm not going to say, well, it's a Ku Klux Klan. I'd rather die and drown, okay? So (laughs) this whole thing about, well, because I get this all the time. Well, Kair, I would have done it, but it was the tone of voice that you said it to me. It's an emergency. So I stress things. But if you see wisdom, and you're saying, well, since you didn't express it to me in the way I want it to be a stress, sometimes you just don't want it. But I'm not acquiescing to that. That To me, that's an ultimatum that some women like to uh, uh, semi-manipulate me with. I just ignore mm-hmm. it, and I go with the women who are saying, give me more. Give me more. Oh, my God, thank you for this show. Thank you for this information. Those are the women and those are the men that I'm doing this show for. I'm not doing this show for the dysfunctional and for the argumentative and for the unhealthy. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, yeah. Get the book, everybody, manleads.com. Order it. Go to Square Up and get it. Rose having a sale right now. And um, this, is, this, this is important that you get it quickly, quickly, quickly. You can get it, and you can get it cheaper than even the Kindle edition that I paid for. Um, another one is don't be a user. If a woman is a user, she's not perfect. A woman who accepts anything from any man who she knows or doesn't know well without showing appreciation is abusing the very delicate nature of that man. A woman who is not appreciating is using. Let me say this one more time. A woman who is not appreciating is not using, is using. So even Ro said before, Ro, I remember you said, like, if a man wanted to take you out um, on a date and it was non-sexual, um, you still would show him some form of, of appreciation. How would you, could, could you speak on that, please? Yes, well, it's a man, it is not a man's job to... Uh, treat a woman to a dinner and not receive appreciation. If a man is is providing anything, women need to understand that it is their role to be appreciative and respectful. You know, I even go as far as to tell women that if a man is taking you out, you it doesn't matter if he's a friend, a colleague, or anything. 
if he's paying, you need to look good. <laughs> you, need, you need to look good because men are visual. He's supposed to be getting something in return for paying, and he's, if he's not getting sex, he should be able to have someone beautiful representing him in public. And, you know, this is a, a very good quality that a woman can possess when she is in her feminine grace and knows how to be appreciative and respectful to masculinity. And, you know, if there is a woman who is already this way, we need to make sure that we applaud her and consider her to be perfect for somebody. Yes. But I want and to talk about how I want to talk about how to find the perfect woman. Okay, go ahead. How do we find because the perfect I know woman? That, I know that the listeners are still wondering. Although we have actually said the first thing you need to do is to be clear as to what a perfect woman for you is going to be like. And all of these qualities, so you do not want to be in public hunting around for women and you're hunting around for the wrong type of woman. Attraction is not going to be good enough. The same religious background is not going to be good enough. All of these other attributes need to be in place. And men have the power in a relationship to, you know, we often say that women choose men. But um, I disagree with this. I think that there is a point in a relationship where the woman chooses the man. But the man needs to choose first. Of course, the woman needs to agree afterwards, but the man needs to choose first because he doesn't want to approach a woman who, well, he doesn't want a woman to approach him because that's hunting and that's masculine energy. So the first thing is to know exactly what you are looking for, which are the things that we discussed and are further discussed within the book. The second thing is to make sure that he approaches her first. If a woman does not want to be approached, she's either uninterested or she's in masculine energy. So this is a very good filter. The other so, thing, I'm sorry? So you're saying that if you approach the woman, you're either going to get one of three responses. She's interested, she's not interested, or she's in masculine energy? Right. Okay. And, you know, and a man does not want to start, he does not want to start a relationship with a woman who's in masculine energy because that that pattern is going to continue and it's going to get worse and worse. So it's better for a man to approach a woman and to approach her as a leader. I often tell men that that they need to walk up to a woman if they see a woman in public. And the strongest thing to do is to look her straight in her eye 
if you've already checked her out, that's fine, but do not let her see you checking her out. That's too much power. This is the moment where, where women think they have all the power. And if a man is going to lead in his relationship, if that relationship turns into a marriage, you do not want a woman coming into it with her masculine energy. So in order to keep that down, men need to look women directly in the eye when first meeting them and not look at any other part of their body. And they need to follow this by telling them what they would like to do, in a, what they would like the woman to do, and giving them their phone number and walking away. Because men give women too much power by giving them too much of their time. You said who gives too much? You said who gives men too much? In the, when men first meet women, they give them too much time. Whomever breaks away first is the leader. So if yep. it's a phone call, if it's a phone conversation, or if it's a face-to-face meeting, or you're meeting for the first time, whoever leaves first or tell or closes the uh, the connection, or makes sure that the woman le- or initiates the fact that the woman is leaving, that person is the leader. But, if a, but men often get very excited and try to drag on a date or a conversation or a phone call, and this causes a woman to eventually say, you know what, I have to go, or you know what, I can't sit here and talk to you all the time, all day. And it brings her back to being the leader, which is creating a bad habit. Yes, I love that. So I urge I urge men when dealing with women, especially in the beginning, the beginning, the first meeting or the beginning dates or the beginning stages, to make sure that they initiate the end of every encounter with a woman. This is very, very good advice here. I hope that everyone is taking notes because women need to feel like the man that they are talking to is worth um, chasing in a, in after he has initiated. And if he if a man gives a lot of time, a woman's psyche will tell her that he is not important. Say that one more time. Who's going to tell who they're not important? If a man gives a woman too much time, she's trying to determine who he is in the beginning stages. And she continuously is the person to say, okay, this is the end of this conversation or this is the end of this date or this is the end of us meeting for the very first time. She will subconsciously feel like he is not important. He doesn't have anywhere to go. He doesn't have anywhere, anyone to talk to. This is not good. Gotcha. So he needs to come in, look her straight in the eye, spit his game, give him, here's my phone number, or give me your phone number. And then... No, he needs... 
He, the best choice is just to give her his phone number, tell her to call him, and to leave. Gotcha. And so then if she doesn't, and then if she doesn't call, is he still supposed to pursue her if he sees her again? No. Because she didn't call, so she's not interested. Right, right. Why pursue? Why, why pursue that? She could be in masculine energy, or she's not interested. Fellas, did you hear that? Did you hear that? Don't keep pressing the situation. This is what I told you. Don't be sacrificing for the panties. A lot of you guys break this advice that Ro just gave you because you after the conquest of just getting panties. Isn't it better? For, well, I'm just gonna. I'm not even gonna ask the question. It's so much better for me to get the panties if from a woman who's interested in me than in trying to get the panties from someone I had to make a conquest over. Because mm-hmm. you're going to drain your energy and you're going to be putting out the wrong message and the wrong trend is going to be started at the very beginning of the relationship, period. What are I mean, some of the- yes, we, yes, we want men to be gentlemen. Yes, we want men to let women have their space and feel safe and all of those things that men naturally want to do. But in these beginning stages, it needs to be very clear as to who is the leader. Yeah, very clear, fellas. Very, very clear. That's in yes, very clear. What are some and of the guess other? What? And guess what? But guess what? There is no rejection involved in that. So that keeps the man feeling as the leader. Gotcha. He did not ask her to tell him what he thought, what she thought, nothing. He didn't ask her anything. <laughs> um, I want to talk about uh, number 23 on page 188, retrain your mouth. I feel that the perfect woman will retrain her mouth. If a woman could learn to filter more when talking, many negative reactions could be avoided in a plethora of ways. Feminine women shouldn't be loud publicly use profanity or sound masculine in any way. You should find your soft, nurturing, feminine voice, then get into the habit of using it. Ro, does the perfect woman scream and use profanity? This is so hard to teach women. This is so, but you know. Why? Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Why is this so hard? It sounds, when I read it, it made sense to me. It made sense to well, me as soon as I read it. Why is it so hard to teach? Well, the main thing is that women have been growing up watching their mothers, their grandmothers in this country, and everybody on TV talk in very crass, masculine ways. Even women who have pleasant voices still use their words to emasculate men. And... It seems cute. But I, when I get with, in, involved in a group of women and we are talking, I challenge them immediately to use sweet, endearing words. Mm. Just practice on me. To just practice on me. And this, this makes them understand that there really is a problem. So if I say to a woman, okay, 
I would like you in every other sentence when you speak to me to say sweetheart, pumpkin, sweet pea, my dear, with sincerity and a sweet voice while looking me straight in the eye and smiling. Almost no woman can achieve this if they are from America. It takes a lot of practice. Usually grandmothers get to the point where they realize that using such words works, but that's after they have gotten divorced, that's after their relationships have all failed, that's after their families have broken up. It doesn't need to be that women wait until they are 65 years old to learn the power of a woman's mouth. So, you know, I want to get key. I want to stay on the point. I want to stay on the point about finding the perfect woman and who she is. And yes, the perfect woman needs to be beautiful through her voice and her words. And and some men are going to have to teach her this. You can send her to one of my classes, make sure she gets the book, you know, have her email me, whatever. But <laughs> this is a cultural problem. This does not stand alone with black American women. This is an American woman's problem. And several white American men have told me that they are no longer fooled by the white woman's voice. They're mean. All, almost all American women use their mouths to be mean. And if a man is in a relationship with a woman who uses her mouth to be mean, he needs to address this as soon as possible. She is very far from being perfect for him. Wow. Um, this uh, Rakim Sekou from Juju Mama Love Academy stressed that point over and over again that women tend to use their mouths like an unpunishable gun because there is no law on the books for verbal abuse of men. Most, right. most physical violence from men is a retaliation from verbal abuse from women. And and this whole thing that you've seen in the Tyler Perry movies and other movies um, about, go ahead, what you going to do, hit me? What you going to do, hit me? She's she's antagonizing him. She's emasculating him. She's calling him names and saying he's a punk because he's not going to do anything or he can't do anything when really she has the power of the judge and the badge behind her and she's trying mm-hmm. to um set him up um mm-hmm. she's trying to set him up in a very very bad way and she's very unhealthy so you men who see these type of women let your head get small i'm giving you a free coaching tip turn around and walk away because women don't women like engaging they like engaging in conversation and unfortunately they like engaging when their emotions get riled up and they want to go to war you ever watch one of these fights 
where you see two sisters grabbing hair and fighting against each other, and look how long it, t- it takes longer to break them up than, it, than the fight was because they want to engage. Do not engage, men. She's not perfect. Um, here's another one. Don't interrupt your man when he is speaking. Don't speak louder than his voice, and don't say or imply that he doesn't know what he's talking about in front of anyone or in private. If she is, she's not perfect. Ro, what do you say about women cutting men off, speaking louder than him, or trying to talk over men? I want to be very clear to the men that are listening that it is a woman's nature to cut off people when they talk. This is all over the world. This is how women communicate, and we find it to be engaging, just like you were saying, and we find it to be okay. But men need to make it clear to women, their women, that that does not work for them, and they need to get their women the book to help them understand why it doesn't work. It's a matter of science as to why this doesn't work. A woman cutting a man off is disrespectful. It will lower his masculinity and his testosterone level. It also causes a man to lose his train of thought because men are not great multitaskers. Mm. And it's not fair when women try to overpower men in debate. So one of the main things that we go over in the book is how women are supposed to fairly communicate with men to even the playing field so that men can communicate fairly. And one of those skills is for a woman to ask a question and to close her mouth. You ask a question and close your mouth. You do not add to the question. You do not change it once you have asked it. Women are very skilled verbally. They can put together a question very easily that is quality and ready to go. A woman is supposed to ask a man a question, according to my research, and then she's supposed to close her mouth. And there is a skill to this that women need to learn. This is a very fabulous gift that I'm about to give to you. When a woman asks a man a question and she does not interrupt him, he will answer the question to the best of his ability and probably based on what he thinks will be acceptable to her. If there is no negative reaction and there is no you know, just rambling on after that question is asked, but there is silence and acceptance after the question is answered, a man will go into further detail because the woman is quiet. And if she is more quiet, he may go into further detail and further detail and further detail. So one of the ways to get a man to connect with a woman verbally the way that she really, really wants is to be quiet. Have sex with him, ask a question, go 
to do something that involves any type of physical activity like hiking or fixing a car and be quiet. I love that because it gives me time to think about what I want to say because most men in America, through the media and through past relationships, are especially black males because we always see this interrogation thing going on by the police of young black males and they're trying to catch you in something and making you confess to something. And so when I come home and then my significant other is interrogating me, it doesn't feel like I'm talking to a woman or there's not, that, that there's going to be a reward for it. Someone's trying to interrogate me or find me guilty of something. Even if, right. you're asking, even if you're asking me simple questions, if you give me time, I will give you a deep answer. Now, look, I'm going to give women, here's a tip. Here's a coaching tip from Coach Kyrie. Men, too. Because we just heard that it's a woman's nature to cut men off. <clears throat> and we made this up. Me and my homeboys made this up in 1988 in North Carolina A&T. And I give this out to each and every one of my clients, especially it helps improve relationships 1,000%. And I'm going to give it to everyone right now for free. It's the word pause. If I'm talking and you want to interject in the middle of what I'm saying because something is burning for you to do it, just say the word pause and treat me like a take deck. And the man will hold it because that word pause is respectful. That means I'm going to hold it right there, and then you tell me what you want to tell me, interject, and then say repause. That means let me finish what I was saying because we want to get it out. It's almost like bringing a man close to orgasm and then not letting him finish. You understand? We don't like that. We don't like getting cut off in any – we don't like getting cut off in traffic. We don't want to get cut off in sex. When we're having a deep, affectionate kiss, we don't want someone to, like, stop and break away from and answer the phone or answer the door. We do quickly, like, yeah, we'll get that later. But if you say pause, if we're talking and you say pause, then that means I want you to respectfully hold up. I use that for women all the time and men and children. I just say pause, and then when you finish interjecting, say repause and let me finish. And I promise you, you can try this tonight, even with people who have not even heard the show, and someone's talking and you want to make a point, just say pause, and then say what you got to say, make it quick, and then go back in. Don't use it to attack anyone, though. If you use it to attack someone, it, it'll, it'll backfire on you. But just to interject something that you're making, because I just saw a press conference with Talib Kweli and the guy from CNN, and it was very, like, borderline ignorant, especially for the guy who was doing the interview. You know, he looked really, he looked just basically, he looked very niggerish. He didn't represent people or interviewers very well because he kept trying to talk over Talib Kweli, you know, and Kweli or whatever, and it was just very crazy. So the technique of using the word pause, ladies, because if you cut me off, more than two times, and then I tell you about it, and you keep doing it, I'm going to end the conversation, or I'm going to mute you, I'm going to walk away, and then because I don't feel respected. But if you tell me pause, that means I gave you a system. So, fellas, this is something that you can talk to the perfect woman and help her be more perfect, because the perfect woman 
needs our assistance in being perfect too. She can't just come perfect like Rose says. Get her the book. Explain things to her. Be a better communicator. But reading the book gives me confidence. It gives me confidence. I'm not, I don't have to be afraid of her ultimatum. And now I can just, I think tomorrow I can walk up to somebody in Atlanta and just, she's looking really cute, and I just give her my number and be like, yo, call me. <laughs> I'm going to try that tomorrow, bro. Mm-hmm. You need to say, you need to call me. Need. Ooh. Ooh. And then what if she says, for what? What do I say then? No, you don't answer, you're not answering any questions. Ooh. I'm going to just tell her, you heard what I said. You need to call me. Oh, no, no, no. I, <laughs> just the first part is good enough. <laughs> oh. Oh. I'm a stunner. I'm a stunner. So I had to quickly add that last part in there. We're going to take some calls. But um, I want to do this last part before I go take some calls. Um, do not nag. Well, the last two are do not let do not nag, and let men be men. Men are not like women, and we should stop wanting them to be. As I already covered, men have their own ways of processing thought, their own ways of loving, their own ways of relaxing, their own ways of bonding, and also their own ways of rearing children. Men, let men be men. The perfect woman is going to let me be a man, not a dog or a whoremonger or sleeping with everybody who I want, but she's going to let me be a healthy man, which includes having some time to myself and things of that nature. Can you explain a little more what you meant when you wrote that, role? Yes. Um, it is not clear to women in our society that men need, they have a necessary requirement to be able to feel like a man. And it requires that women do things like give men time and space, that they encourage men to do things that are going to be adding to their masculinity, their boys and their men. And when, when a man has a woman who is encouraging his masculinity, this makes her very valuable to him. Very valuable. Um, I thought that was going to be my last one, but I'm sorry. I had to do – you know I do this one because I'm from Team Success. Anybody knows about Coach Kyrie and Team Success? Rule number, rule number three is what? No whining and complaining ever. Now, this is something I, before I even knew there was a row cut no ever on planet Earth, before I ever saw the book, I had all, that was rule number four out of the ten rules for, for team success, no whining and complaining ever. I said no whining and complaining ever because the law of attraction is always working. When you whine and complain, you attract more things to whine and complain from. So in Rose's book, it says, number 13, page 161, be happy and never, ever complain. Complaining is like stabbing your man in the heart. Remember that a good man man loves, lives to please his woman. So if you are not pleased, a.k.a. complaining, this is extremely harmful to your man's masculinity and self-worth. To be clear, whining, blaming, criticizing anyone, including other women, and especially criticizing him is complaining. Saying that you are lonely is complaining. Being annoyed about the weather is complaining. Saying you're tired or even bored is complaining. 
Even rolling your eyes for any reason at all is complaining. Your man wants you to be only pleased. Now roll. Now you know you picked a big one to go there because now, because even Mia Miata gave me a question in the room and she said, well, what if I have to tell the man about himself? Women, there. this is an art form. And I promise you, I promise everybody listening, that there are women on earth who practice not complaining and practice being positive. And there is a secret to this. And this secret is that a woman is supposed to stay in her feminine energy, which is positive, and say what she does like and what she does want and what will further please her. Now, the reason that this actually works is because what women think about men in our society is all wrong, all wrong and all confusing. Women think that men are out for themselves and that they just want to see who they can exploit, and this is not true for healthy men, which, again, are most men on planet Earth. So if a man is, does fall into the category of healthy, then he naturally wants to have his woman be pleased. So knowing that he wants his woman, woman to be pleased is all the knowledge and power that a woman needs to not complain. Women are supposed to say what they do want and what will further please them and what they do like because men are listening very intensely for this information. Mm. Very intensely. (laughs) All righty. We got, oh, and this last one, you know, of course, ladies, I'm sorry. I thought I was going to be the last one, but this is on page 156. This is I. It says, don't be a user. Using is emasculating. If for something really great that he has done, at least a loving blowjob after verbally expressing gratitude is what it would take to show him how deeply you are thankful. Yes, a blowjob every single time. If this seems like work, well, maybe that's why they call it a job. Ro, why did you put the woman needs to give the man a loving blowjob in the book? Because there does not need to be any uh, unnecessary sexual limitations when we are talking about a loving couple who are committed to each other. And if this is not a woman's man, by any means, please do not give him a blowjob. But if it is your man and you are trying to show him real gratification for something truly great that he has done, you're going to have to involve touch and sexuality. And all body parts don't work all the time. So a blowjob is a very good option for, for a woman who may not be sexually aroused. It is a very good option for any man in, you know, certain situations or certain places. 
but it shows <laughs> true gratitude. This does not apply to a woman who is not his woman. This applies to a man's woman who he is committed to. And if you are committed to a man, it does not come without sex. Women need to learn this. Our mothers did not teach us this in this country. If you are committed to a man, that commitment comes with sex. Now, I strongly urge women to not have sex with a man before there is a commitment that she requires. But once it's on, it's on, and you can't turn it back off. (laughs) You heard it here. You heard what she said. Once it's on, it's on. Now, we, me and Ro, we don't see eye to eye on everything because, and me, I also believe, not just believe in, but I understand people's astrological charts. And sometimes you're going to be with a man and he's going to turn you on to the point where you just want to give him a blowjob. I'm not going to tell you don't do it because you never know where that may lead. You know what I'm saying? Ro says, hold up a second, make sure that... You all are in that committed relationship. I say as there may be a general rule, okay, but there's exceptions to every rule because when a man comes in and he's activating a woman's Mars, if your Mars is in Leo and that Leo man comes around, you want to give that man some head. Or or, or if your Mars is in Aries and the Aries man comes around, some women are just have a propensity for blowjobs. But that's a whole nother show. But you know, I want to say that there are there again, boyfriends should not receive all privileges. Okay, and men are constantly going around saying that there are not reasons to be married if they get everything that they need when they are a boyfriend. Some men. But men treat girlfriends and wives completely differently. And if a woman wants to be married, she needs to have certain boundaries and certain requirements in place. I am not not talking about playing games or being manipulative. If these are her requirements, a good man will respect them and he will meet requirements or he won't meet the requirements. But women have their feelings very, very hurt by giving such sexual favors and not receiving the love and commitment that they want back. In order to avoid this hurt, Now, some women may not feel hurt, but almost all women will. And in order to avoid this hurt, there needs to be a very clear sexual boundary for every woman as far as what she will and won't do. Because if you offer sex to a man that you're not in a committed relationship with and you give him any type of sexual favor and he does not offer you the love or commitment that you want in return, this is a problem. Hey, 
Hey, I feel that. You know, I I I I totally feel that, and and she's correct. But all men aren't the same. Just like you know, I don't I don't have sex with strangers. I like to be in love with someone that I'm having sex with, and I normally am. That doesn't mean I'm going to marry you because we had sex. But I do agree that if a woman is interested in marriage and having a marriage, then I agree 1,000% in what she's saying. But I do not agree in, I mean, well, it's not a disagreement, but it, it is not my view that you should go uh, three or four years because the man said, or because any man has said, I'm not going to marry you. Or for you to go around and say, you can't have sex with me until we get married. Now, like Ro said, make them make a commitment. Get up, especially, I think, Ro, you said it specifically, the love you're looking for. Some women are looking mm-hmm. for love and not looking for marriage. And if we go into Judaic law, when you have sex with someone, you are married. But that's a whole other story. <laughs> When you have sex with somebody, you are married. Y'all just got married. And some women look at it like that, too. Some women say, hey, you had sex with me? You stuck with me, buddy. We go together. Yes, women emotionally, especially feminine women, the more feminine a woman is, the more she is going to feel that she is married to a man that she has sex with. And I, and I, think, men, I, think, men, I think men now are really sensitive to that. And we can feel a really feminine woman. I don't. Um, I want to tell men, you better not be playing with her. If you have sex with a really feminine woman, don't go in there with the conquest thing. You better go in there serious, like you can really lock her down, because you know there's, there, there's some women who just have a very like if you're if, if you're a Scorpio rising or a Taurus rising or a Leo rising, you have a very strong sex drive, very 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 strong strong sex drive, and you may not be as interested in marriage as a Capricorn rising or a Cancer rising. So, but like I said, once again, that's when we do the Man Leaves Astrology special show. That'll be coming up. All right. Um, let me go to the calls. Let me, the lines are lit up. People want to talk to us. Um, Minty's been waiting. My man Stilts has been on the line for a second. I want to hear what Bramman has to say. He was talking about he was waiting on. He's been chasing the perfect girl. I want to hear what he has to say. Um, Amenti, your mic is wide open. Thanks for joining us here at Man Leads Radio. What's happening with you? You've been listening since the beginning. Come on, talk to me. Okay. Y'all can hear me? Yep. Yes. Okay. um, Oh, goodness. Just to make it quick, uh, Kaya, it's not about the issue with the TV. My issue issue is I've asked him, I said, you know, Ro, I said, you know, what makes you feel like I want to be somewhere else? What am I doing? What am I saying? What makes you feel like I want to be somewhere else? I feel like you're projecting onto me what you want to do. And then I asked, well, do you want to be with me? Well, he sat there quiet, and then he said, I don't have anything to say. And it pissed me off. And honestly, I wanted to just slap him in his sleep and curse him out, but I'm trying to just find another way to to handle this. And I also purchased your book. I should be getting it maybe next week sometime. Okay. So I need to be clear. Um, you asked him what makes him feel he wants to be with you? No. Why does he feel like I want to be somewhere else? Like, why does he keep making, you know, indirect comments and quick comments to me to make it seem like I'll, you know, I'm talking to other people or, you know, I'll like I'll, I want to be in a, somewhere else is what I'm saying. 
Okay. So you are aware that it's very possible that he cannot express himself verbally, right? Um, I guess, yeah, I'm aware of that. Okay. So it's possible that your question alone confused him. But why would it be confusing? It's a confusing question. He's probably thinking... um, that he explained it already or that he tried to explain it already and he may be frustrated by not being able to explain it to you the way that you want it to be explained. Okay, that's true. So let me give you an example. Okay, he said he wants the TV in a room. I said, I asked the question. He wants to what? The TV in the room, right? Oh, God, it's a long story. I don't want to get into it. I, I just, I'm just, i just trying to change and be more feminine and learn how to communicate because I have an issue. I, I'm the one that usually cannot communicate. He's the one that communicates more than me, and I'm making a transformation. But it's just it's hard, and I'm hurt because I'm like, I need an answer. Why are you not talking to me? Why are you not responding to me? You know, I, I just feel some kind of way. Okay. Well, I would suggest that you stop making attempts to have him talk to you right now in wor- using words. So what do I do? It's not necessary. Women sometimes, well, we often become very frustrated and uncomfortable by silence. When we hear silence from a man, we think that something is wrong because he's not telling us his feelings. But men find peace from silence. And they communicate in more ways than just words. You need to, I would try communicating with him through touch and just giving words a rest, even if it's, you know, a few days. Just touch and smile. I have women that I coach that have had very, Difficult. They, they they just know it's the end. They just know it's the end, and they want some quick advice. And the best advice that I have given is that they write a note to their man telling him that they're going to practice their femininity and they want to not talk for a few days. And that it it doesn't mean anything. But the only thing that you can do with your mouth is to smile, laugh, sing, and be pleasant. You don't. You can take a rest from talking, and this will cause you to be able to learn other ways of communication. And these ways often are seen as masculine communication, which For most men, touch is the highest form of communication. Where where is the best place to touch a man? Is it on his shoulder, like on his side? Like where is the best place to touch him to give him that, that, you know? Anywhere. Anywhere. Find out where Medical astrology, find out where his moon is at, find out where his Venus is at, and touch him in that area. If he has if he has Venus in Taurus, touch him on his throat, touch him on the back of his neck, 
No, nah, he, he has, don't like he's Venus and Pisces. He don't like his feet to be touched at all. At all. But where's his moon at? Is his moon his moon's not in Pisces, is it? No. So touch him on his he has three he, he has three feminine areas. Moon, Neptune, and Venus. Find the other two then and keep trying. Mm. Right. And you know, rhythm is very important. If you are a truly nurturing mother, you learn that rhythm in the way that you touch your baby is soothing. So, you know, their women have power through their hands to do circular motions on a man's back, circle, pat, circle two times, pat two times, circle two times, pat two times. You will be amazed by the reaction and um, the benefit to this. When I had, with my young students at my school, sometimes they were six or seven or eight, if there were problems in the classroom, the teacher uh, would mostly be a woman teacher, and she would try to talk to them about this and talk to them about that. But the boys were not feeling loved, so they didn't want to talk to the teacher. So I would go to the classroom and do and talk to them in a very soothing voice while doing two circles on their back and two pats, and two circles and two pats, and two circles and two pats. And this caused them to feel respected and loved enough for cooperation, to feel peaceful, It caused them to want to talk. They wanted to talk about their feelings. These are children with, like, you know, serious problems in class. But boys and men cannot open up to somebody who they don't feel respects them and who they don't feel physically connected to. A quick question, Ro. What do you think about cooking and cleaning and doing the laundry and dishes and stuff, do you feel that's for a woman or that can be traded between both? Woman. Mm-hmm. Woman. Huh? Okay. Def- definitely woman, and I'm going to tell you why. Not because of the traditional thinking that most women are worried about, not because men want to use women as slaves or maids, but because cooking and cleaning is nurturing and the more that a woman cooks and cleans, the more feminine she becomes. That's true. That's very true. The more that she, and if she serves a man his food, it feeds into her femininity. It feeds him his respect, and it feeds her femininity. We look down on all of these things. We have been taught to think that we are trying, that we are being taken advantage of by doing certain things. But we need to remember that certain things are such so old in practice that we can't just turn our noses up to them and think that they're wrong. There's a reason why women in history cook and clean. And it's natural for a woman to cook and clean. Yes, some men cook. Yes, men clean. But there is it's not feeding into their masculinity when they do it. It feeds the woman's femininity and creates more harmony in the home when she's the main person 
or the only person cooking and cleaning. There is nothing wrong with it. There is no shame associated with cooking, cleaning, or nurturing in any other way. This is what women do best. When I explain this to women, women kind of like, okay, I can kind of see that. But I do folding towels as a good example. Ask a man to fold the towels, and it just is not going to be close to being done with care. It's not going to be beautiful. It's not going to be nice. It's not going to even fit in the cabinet right because that's not his strength. But when a woman folds towels, it looks good. And we all know this to be true. The woman's touch is there because that's our nature. I I, I, I want to add to that piece as someone raised by my father from a as a latchkey kid who I had to fold towels. And when me not having a woman, even seeing a woman do that and keep house, now when I go to women's houses and they, like, really busy themselves cleaning or they really have a clean and neat bathroom or uh, I have a friend and I say, can I come over and wash clothes? And I wash clothes and put them in the dryer. And then by the time I got to my clothes, she had folded them all for me. Now, look, she didn't fold them like I folded them. She folded them just like Rose said. She folded them such, in such a neat way. My clothes had never been folded that way ever. And I'm really sweet on her. I'm a whole lot sweeter on her than I am any other woman because of little things like that, that little thing. And... She did it without me prompting. I didn't ask. She just did it, you know, and I really think that that, um, and then even this past weekend, I was at my man's crib. He stays with his lady. We got home first. His woman came home later from work, and she immediately changed clothes and came in and started sweeping up. She swept for 10 minutes, and when she put everything in the dustpan, it was like a little bit of dust. I mean, I was like, what are you sweeping? There's nothing in here. And she was going around the whole house just cleaning the windows. And he was over on the computer, you know, doing his business, working on his website, making money. He, he, he's on the Internet like me. And she was just cleaning all around him in the whole house. And I felt her energy. I felt good. I felt my testosterone levels going up. And she didn't, right. want, him to, she didn't want him to help either. Because she was just like, you can't do it like me. You're not going to hit the spots like me. I'd rather do it myself and get it over with. And she was calling him all little sweet names. She was like, yes, bae. Like, she calls him by his middle name. You know, his middle name is Landon. So she likes his middle name. You know, and so when people call me Kai, oh, Kai. They don't call me Kai, oh, Kai. You know, when you do that little cleaning up, real clean house, call them little sweet names, Man, that's how you're using your verbal magic. And talking is not communicating. Let me repeat that. Talking is not communicating. So if he talks more than you, it doesn't mean he communicates more than you. He talks more than you. So don't interpret talking as communicating. So that's just my last two cents on that Mm -hmm. right there. Yeah, when I was younger, I would go to 
a party. If I if there were like maybe I lived in New York for a while and maybe we would have like a dinner party or something and maybe ten people would show up, right? I would show up to this these parties and everybody would be talking. But if there was a spill or if I saw a spot somewhere I would unapologetically, on purpose, clean up the floor, clean up the wall, clean up any spot that I saw, and this created a situation where none of the men at that party were interested in any of the other women at the party. It's awesome, baby. And we need to understand that we need to understand that this is not because men want to use women. This is because men are attracted to femininity, and femininity is cooking and cleaning. Also, just real quick, and uh, this is last thing. Um, I saw a movie where the man went on a date with his with his woman. And he was more attracted to the woman that was serving the food to him than his own the woman he was on a date with. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Then that was years ago before I understood what was going on. I just wanted to add that. Yeah, but you know what? We have to be really careful because movies are going to content. Usually, movies are going to show what's not. Mm-hmm. So you saw a situation of something that actually is the case with humans and human nature. But usually movies are going to show something that's going to go with the current thinking and it's because they want to make more money. Sure. Mm-hmm. So we have to remember not to, uh, not to look at movies as examples. If you want a good example, you travel to another country or watch the National Geographic Channel. <laughs> <laughs> or, or write a good movie and then call me because... I got somebody looking to finance some good plots, and we're looking for some good movies that have some good plots. So don't think, I mean, yes, Hollywood definitely is looking for movies that emasculate men, make us seem expendable, and all types of crap like that. But um, I'm on a mission to get some films produced that have some good content that is riveting, family-based, and tells another story, and people want to see that. So, it, I mean, your name says Amenti the writer. So, as a matter of fact, we need to chop it up tomorrow about some things anyway. I got some things that you may be interested in. So uh, buzz me up tomorrow, like, after 12 o'clock, and let's chop it up about some, about some scripts, all right? Thank you, Ro. Love you, Ro. Good to see you. Thank you. Love you, too. Bye. <laughs> All right, peace. Next call, I got to get my man Stilts back in the building. Stilts, your mic is wide open. Shaman hands in the building. What's up with you, Lord? I know you can listen. Talk to him. Please, yo, can you hear me? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yo, the show is live, man. I'm over here speechless. I'm just enjoying listening. Every, everything is juicy and delicious. I'm loving it. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, I mean, did we add any champagne to your campaign in? what the perfect woman is and how to find her. Oh, man, yes. <laughs> yes. Yes, indeed, and thank you so much. Like, I'm definitely going to be going back and listening to this show over and over again. I already see that. Yeah. 
Yeah, And somebody getting ready to come into their Saturn return. You got your Saturn return coming up, right? Oh, no, I just went through mine like a couple of years ago. Oh, 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 okay, okay, okay. Well, then, yeah. hey. But I, but I have been attracting a lot of people that's headed into this, so that's been interesting that you brought that up. Well, now now you got something that you can share with them. Tell them to tune in to Man Leads Radio, and then also, you know, you got some qualities, what they can look for and looking for the perfect woman. For sure. All right, Lord, I appreciate it. Yeah, Thank appreciate you. Y'all, yeah. All Absolutely. right, peace. All right, let me get back to Brandon. Brandon, you said you've been chasing the perfect woman. You've been listening to me and Ro chop it up here. Come on, give me some feedback on uh, on your thoughts about what you've heard tonight thus far. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And I want to tell you that I'm uh, uh, earlier. I want to tell you that I was a first time listener and first time caller, and so uh, I listened to everything. I've I've, I've learned a lot. <laughs> I've learned a lot. Uh, I pretty much wanted to ask you guys' opinion, but I wanted to make one statement, though, if I could, about that, the, the the first lady caller. I don't know what man don't want to be touched. I'm an Aquarius. <laughs> I don't know mm-hmm. what man don't want don't want to be touched. I, I, there's something going on with that. But anyway, <laughs> I just want to weigh in on that. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> But um, um, I, I pretty much just wanted to ask you guys, and I appreciate you guys' uh, commentary and everything, and uh, uh, I just want to ask you guys' opinion on something. Um, and I'm going to make a long, short story, I mean short, and so you understand what I'm saying. Um, we lived in the same city. I had been chasing this lady um, through her different relationships, and so she moved. She, she got out of her relationship. She moved to another city. And so we decided you know, we we kind of reconnected, and then I decided to send her, and we, her and I would, recon, you know, talk again, and we'll fly somewhere else and, and talk and meet. At the end of that vacation that we had, came back that she's like, okay, no, I, I don't, you know, I can't do it. I don't, I, I don't, I'm not feeling this. So I said, okay. I still kind of begged, but okay. She said no. So anyway, come back, she decided that she wants to do this. Now, at that time, I had moved on to another city. And so now I'm asking her, okay, if you want to do this, come come be with me. Come be with me. Come here, and you can still stay on your journey. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to not hold you back from your journey. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, we're gonna still, and I still think this is the perfect woman. I, I, I still do. But now she's saying if she comes here, she has a lot to lose. And so that kind of like, you know, I'm thinking like, okay, well, you ain't got nothing to lose now. I mean, you know, because she, she works with, with with kids. And like I told her, you know, um, Jesus preached all over the world, all over the country, wherever he was at. He, he didn't just stop at one particular place. So when you have done for those kids, you can come here and teach other kids and, and move the journey on. So anyway, I just want to get you guys' opinion you know, what you think. I, should, I mean, should I should I pack up? And move to where she is, or stand my ground and say, "Hey, listen, honey, I, I, I've, 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 I've been through here with you. You come with me now. You come here and be with me." I'm just I, I asking you guys' opinion on that. Well, I think that it may be hard for you to hear this, but you need to tell her what she needs to do. In my opinion, 
she is calling too many shots to feel that she needs to take your direction and leadership into account right now. Mm -hmm. And I often tell men that they need to occupy a woman's time in order to have her not have any time for anything or anybody else. Mm -hmm. Because when a woman says that her career is more important than her relationship for years, she is not telling the truth, or she's too masculine. If a woman is busy for a few months with her career, that is normal for a woman to be able to sacrifice a relationship for that amount of time. But most women want a relationship more than they want a career. Mm-hmm. And if I were you, I would make it clear as to what you're going to do, what she's going to do, and stick with it. Okay. I don't think you have much to lose considering the fact that this is already a long-distance relationship. Yes, yes, it is. It, it is. It so is. And, I, and, and, yeah. Yeah, I would give her the ultimatum, you know, take leadership in the – do you have the book? No, I, I do not. Like I said, I'm the first. I'm a first caller, first time listener, and so I do not okay. have the book. So I suggest you get the book and read it before doing this, so that you are completely clear. It's extremely easy to read. Most people take three or four hours to read the whole thing, mm-hmm. but it will cause you to be able to be very clear about what I'm trying to say to you. Hold on one second, Ro. Uh, we got 60 seconds before we go to the after party. Please call in if you're listening through the computer or you will be cut off. 347-205-9089. 347-205-9089. If you're on the phone, do not hang up. You'll still be able to listen. But if you are in the queue and you are listening through the computer and you do not call in to 347-205-9089, you're going to have to wait until the show is over and catch the download. Please call in. Go ahead, Ro. Yeah, so I just, you know, leadership, leadership, leadership. Women respond to leadership. Leadership is sexy. Leadership makes us feel safe. Leadership makes us feel feminine. Leadership lets us be able to let go of control. So you need to exercise your leadership or walk. Okay, okay. Because, I, I, you know, I, I've been in a crossroad with this because, um, I, you know, I, 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 in the city that I've moved in, I, I, I've been on my job now um, about two years, and I'm pretty much, you know, established on things as far as my business aspect is 401K and all that stuff. And so I hate to leave all that. And mm-hmm. we're like, I can't transfer to my, my job where I work at. I don't. I can't transfer there. But where she works yeah. at, and she just started her job, she can transfer her easily. 
we 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 got all that. Here's here's my question, man to man. Yes, sir. Uh, yes, sir. What what makes what makes her in your mind so perfect? Um, because man, this this this, this woman, she's she's very she's very loving. She's very loving. Um, she take care of her, she take care of home. She's been a single mom. Um, her and I, through even her relationship that she's had, her and I have remained friends. Um, she's just, um, you know, I, you know, her and I, we've known each other. We've known each other for about sixteen, seventeen years, man. When Are we, y'all sexually and, active? Because you beating around the no, bush. No, 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 no. So, I, I, so I tell no, you what. I tell you no what. No, we no. We have. On, we, no, I'm going to answer that question. I'm going to cut you off. We we did not have we had we had sex one time, and that was about four years ago when we met out of another state. We never had sex out of those all those years, all those ten, eleven, twelve years. We never had sex. We were like cool. We were friends first, and we still are friends. So I I, I, I bro, we did not have sex. We okay, had well, sex. It was one time. So I think, whew, um, I'm, I'm being honest. I'm be- it is very possible that this woman is not as interested as you believe she is, and you need to give her direction and leadership to see. Mm-hmm. She may be so used to taking care of things that her femininity is diminished or turned off. Mm. Because she's a single mother yeah. And That needs to be corrected And I do not have a problem With saying corrected <laughs> She's eventually going to have to correct that If she wants a Long Lived Harmonious relationship She's mm. going to have to correct that She's not going to be able to be a strong woman who can do everything herself, who doesn't need a man every day, if she's going to want a man every day. So please get the book and send yes, her one too. Send her one too. Well, I think she has one because actually she's the one who um, turned me on to you guys. <laughs> she she want to turn me on okay. to So she has the book. And she did encourage me to get the book, but I never. I said I want to listen to the show first, and then. Uh, and so I'm going to get the book. I'm going to get the book definitely. Okay, and uh, what did she say about the book? Well, she well she had just. I guess she might have just started reading it. I'm guessing. I'm not really sure, but she she likes it and she's still reading it. <laughs> okay. Uh, I, okay. I believe because I think it was last week that she finally got it. So I think she's still reading it. Um, um, we're, we're trying to work on, you know, our struggle is, our struggle is basically I don't want to go there to live where she at because I'm here now I'm established and I've always just for chasing and chasing and chasing. I don't want to move. And then she don't want to come here thinking that she got something to lose if she does. So that's, that's our, our conflict. Um, but well, guess I'm what? Gonna... The, woman, the woman is supposed to be willing to move. Because the man is supposed to be the more committed provider anyway. Yes. Yes. And, and I, she, will, she will get that from the book. 
Okay. Like I say, I think she just started reading it last week, and I was supposed to call in last week, but not call in, but listen to it anyway last week, but I had to work, and so I couldn't get to it. But So I, she made sure she texted me tonight and told me to listen in, and I have been listening. Okay. Good. <laughs> um, but uh, I'm not going to take up anybody's time, but I appreciate you guys, and um, I'll be listening in and tuning in la- uh, next week, and I'm going to definitely get the book. Um, but, bruh, no. We didn't have sex for a long time. <laughs> okay. But but this is what I'm saying. If, <laughs> yes, if y'all been friends 14 years, I'm going to just keep it 100 with you. She's not uh-huh. going without sex. So she's resisting you and moving to you. There's a great, great, great high percentage chance that she's over there getting some sexual healing that she don't want to leave from that town. So it and and if the leadership is stronger over on that end where she's at, she just may not be able to or may not because of your friendship is so thick. She may not be able to come to the point where she can tell you that you know I'm over here seeing somebody else and I'm getting you know I'm getting the pipe from somebody mm-hmm. else. Yada yada yada. But don't mm-hmm. don't worry about that. Do what you said. Get the book. Tell her what she's going to do and what she need to do. And if she don't do it, let your head get small and keep it moving. Right. And if she is on the, if she has her head in the right direction, if she's on the right track, she knows that she needs your leadership. And if she is waiting for your leadership, then all you pretty much need to do is exercise it. Please get the book. Exercise yes. your leadership. Mm-hmm. I'm definitely and, the book. Mm-hmm. Yes. And, you know, she specifically asked you to call in. She's probably wanting you to lead her so that she can let go of a whole bunch of responsibilities. Because if she's a single mom, whether she is seeing somebody else or not, if they're not married to her, she's still on a daily basis having to deal with a whole bunch of responsibilities that are designated for the man. Mm-hmm. So, I, 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 yeah, you. I, I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry to cut you off. I was going to say I'm just. I, I'm, I'm taking all this in, and I, and I got my pen and pad out. <laughs> yep, you'll be all right. <laughs> yeah. right. I appreciate y'all so much. Yeah. Okay, thank you. All right, brother. Thanks a lot. Peace. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes. We'll see you next week at 10 o'clock. Uh, next caller, 314-814. Your mic is wide open. Can I get your name and where you're calling from, please? Yes, this is Rebecca. Mm-hmm. Praise the Lord. <laughs> yes, y'all. That's my own personal girl six rule. I'm sorry, that's just how I do it. <laughs> it's awesome, baby. Okay. Hi, Ro. How are you, also? Hi. Hello. Hey, I have a question. Uh, now, you all were saying that uh, from men to women, um, something that men need is uh, for the woman to be a supporter. Well, the question I have as far as that's concerned is. How can a woman be a supporter if a man isn't showing that he needs her? He needs her, so you don't have to worry about that. <laughs> but then he doesn't have to show it. Men, most men are not going to show it. But all masculine men need femininity. So, and they need it to 
succeed, to thrive, to feel their best, they need it. It doesn't matter what he thinks. They all need it. So if a woman feels that way, it's her, not him. It's internal versus being external, correct? Yes, but please make sure that you are really clear that he needs femininity. He needs it from somebody. Mm-hmm. Okay. Right. And and for her to think that he has to show me that he needs me is poor westernized programming. He doesn't have to show you that. That's that's for you to say you don't show me that you need me is emasculating to him. The man doesn't he does. He does just like Rose says, he need he need he needs your femininity just like oxygen. And a healthy man is not going to turn down your feminine energy. Look how every time you call on the phone and I'm listening to your voice, how I'm like, yes. I'm just accepting of that feminine energy. So, and I didn't tell you I needed you to call. I needed you to hear that voice. That was my instincts before I even thought. You see what I'm saying? So, don't go, go into the instincts more in, instead of trying to figure the man out. That's one problem, I think that a lot of women in the West have, you not in the body and you not in the instincts, you're trying to have what I call a mental relationship. And then you end up with a bunch of mental masturbation and you're very unsatisfied. So stop trying to figure out what he's thinking and just go with the science. Like, do you ever get in the shower and wonder why the water is so wet? ever wonder why soap suds up like it does? No. You just use the soap and use the water. You know what I'm saying? So the man is the same thing, and we're not that complicated from the things like, listen how Ro talks. You see how she's casually kicked back? She probably doesn't even have her shoes on right now. Do you have your shoes on, Ro? No. (laughs) She doesn't even have her shoes on. You know what I'm saying? She's not like dressed to go to work. She's chilling. So, and that attitude, that relaxation is the key is what is going to get you what you want. So relax. Relax. Quit trying to go into figuring out what the man's going to do. If you do what scientifically is going on, it's going to work. Your femininity is going to match up with his masculine and both of you are going to be happy. Is that what you want in the end, or do you want to think about it and figure it all out? Oh, no. I'm, I'm better with the happiness. Yes. Right. Yes. You got it. You got it. That's yeah, right. Yeah, and I want to add that it is our nature as women to try to figure all of these things out. It is so awesome that we have the book, to be able to understand the nature of a good man. Right. He does not, I'm going to tell you, Rebecca, when I did my interviewing in order to write the book, some men answered my question with five words. Some men answered the question with ten words. That was not enough words to write a book. I needed to interview a thousand men to get the full picture on every single answer of what men are actually thinking, feeling, and what they're trying to say. Because one man 
is generally not going to give you the full picture verbally of anything. That's true. Yeah, so that's just true. forget about it. And accept the fact that you now have the power to understand what a man is, how he mm-hmm. operates, what he wants. Okay. Okay. I get it now. Yes. Thank you so much. Thank you. It's awesome, baby! Wow, that's cool. Rebecca had a man going crazy over there in St. Louis. All these skills she picking up each and every week. This going to be They ain't going to be able to resist, boy. They'll be over there fighting outside her door like they marching outside of Ferguson. Uh, next caller from the 678-365. Your microphone is wide open. Thanks for calling Man Leads Radio. Can I get your name and where you're calling from, please? Caller from the 678-365. Your mic is wide open. Hello? Hello? Caller from the 678. Going once. Going twice. All righty. We tried. Caller from the 951-374. Your microphone is wide open. Can I get your name and where you're calling from, please? Hey, what's up, Coach? What's up, Rose? How are you guys doing tonight? Good, good, good. Hi, how are you? What up, man? What's going on? Uh, pretty good show, guys. Uh, appreciate everything that you're talking about. Um, my question pertains to the aspect of um, culture, or specifically African Americans um, trying to identify what's effective for them as far as relationships and um, in, in this culture, where it really doesn't um, suit what we're trying to have, which is harmony. And before you answer that, I was wondering, Ro, I was wondering, have, have you seen the Hidden Color um, documentaries? No, I have not. Okay. And there's also another one I would like to suggest, if, 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 if I may, because um, I, I think a lot of this has to do with systematic uh, conditioning, and it goes way back, and it's, it's part of black culture, and we don't even know it. Um, there's a, another documentary called um, – Goodbye, Uncle Tom's Cabin. If anybody wants to see that, they should check it out. It's on YouTube. And in essence, gives us a depiction a lot better of what black life was as far as slavery and how some of those some of those things are still pertaining. But back to my question, um, how do you think that um, we're, we, we as uh, black couples are able to overcome all these uh, different uh, negative attributes as far as Western culture, and still be um, successful? Well, I obviously have done research and interviewed couples all over the world, including black couples in America and white couples in America. And to be honest with you, there is no difference. We are looking at human nature. And every man on earth wants every masculine heterosexual man on earth is interested in certain behavior from his woman. And 
is not going to be attracted to a woman who is masculine. Now, yesterday on my YouTube show, I I posted an upload where I explained that American women are have lost their masculinity, and so women believe it, inbox me on Facebook and other places. They believe I was talking about black women, but this is a huge misunderstanding. I'm referring to all American women, almost all American women, and the way that American women have lost their femininity. So there are very few cultural differences that are going to make a huge difference when it comes to harmony between a man and a woman inside of their home away from everybody else. What I do suggest is to turn off the TV when the images are portraying that we can't get it together and don't have it together. And I I, I agree that totally. The aspect of uh, the million-dollar, billion-dollar marketing giant of uh, media it does give black men and black women a, a bad image, and unfortunately it does affect our homes in the sense that um, from a psychological standpoint, it makes each one of us believe that we're incapable of doing these things. And if we don't have the opportunity or practice, then how can we, in essence, have strong families if we're fighting amongst each other? And the thing is, I like, I like to make this perfectly clear. When I pose this question, it's not like I'm, I'm in agreement that black women or black men are incapable of doing this, but I may be able to say in observation that that is a perception that sometimes seeps into our psyche. So, once again, I always applaud you guys on the lessons that you teach. Uh, uh, The quote I got from you this week is, uh, the information uh, determines choices. And I I think we want to sit back and meditate on that one a little bit. I, I think it's a really good one because the more information we have, the better choices we can we can do and the better outcomes and features we can uh, we can have for our, ourselves and our lineage. So, thank you guys Absolutely. very much. Thank you too. Right. Thank you so much. See you later, Coach. All right, Big Ben. Hey, Ben. Uh, yes, sir. Two weeks from now, baby, we doing the show. We shooting live. We shooting live from L.A. Yeah. Oh, I'm, I'm yeah. there. Yeah, I need I'm, I need I'm that, there. I need that venue. So let's get it popping. Mm-hmm. I'm calling tomorrow. You know what I'm saying? Okay. But uh, two, weeks, two weeks we'll be broadcasting live from L.A., baby. Hey, Coach, you bringing Ro? Oh, Ro, Ro, Ro scared to come to L.A. She, she, she like it. Oh. <laughs> She's she scared to come. She's scared to come to L.A. I'm going I'm to come scout it out like a real man. I'm going to let Ro stay in the house first, and I'm going to come yeah. scout it out to see how safe it is to see what's going on. All right, on. Coach, you, you holler at me. We'll, we'll make something happen. All, All right, right then. All right, peace. Okay. Man, peace. Thank you. Bye-bye. Rose said, you crazy. What you talking about? I'm scared. L.A.? That ain't nothing. I'm trying to go to Paris. Ain't nothing. They speak English. <laughs> Rose said, they speak English in L.A. I'm not afraid to go any place they speak English. <laughs> I'm, trying to they, I'm trying to go somewhere they speak a foreign language. Yeah. Um, We got 
a lot of people still on the lines. We don't have anybody else with their hands up, and that's cool, so they, we can get ready to let us get up out of here. I think we have had an amazing show. I think we have presented a ton of evidence that um, there is a perfect woman, how you get the perfect woman, um, what to look for. But first, you need to be a healthy man yourself. So from the man's perspective, don't go out there looking for something and you're not it. Don't go out there demanding something and you're not it. Women, you can be perfect. You can be. There's some things that you have to do and probably some things that you have to overcome just like men do. But it is possible for you to be perfect for yourself, and that means strive to be perfect. Like you really need to strive for perfection. But if you're single or you're even in a relationship and you're not happy, then you ain't striving hard enough, point blank, period. We're trying to promote healthy, nurturing, wholesome, futuristic, lineage-based relationships. Did I did I did I get that pretty good, bro? Did I nail that? Yep, that's right. Right. And trying to keep Ro in America so she don't have to leave the country because she's getting so tired of y'all doing it wrong. Yeah. <laughs> and we do mean yeah. and we do mean doing it wrong. So um if anybody else has a comment, question or feedback before we leave, all you gotta do is press one to call in um where you're already on the line. I want to say thanks to everyone who's on the line from the 260-678-267, whoever that is, Sloppy77, calling in from Skype, uh, from the 404-720-505-954. I see you down there in Florida. I'll be down there next week. Yeah, if you're in the L.A. area in two weeks, holler at your boy. You know, hit me on Facebook on the inbox. I'm trying to get up and do a couple of things when I come out to the West Coast. Um, next week, I'm going to be down in Florida. Not next Wednesday, but like the next weekend, like after Labor Day. So if you're in the Boynton Beach, Fort Lauderdale, Miami area, coach is going to be in your area. I'm getting around. Some things got to be traveled and take care of firsthand. Uh, let's, let's, let's put something together and really make something happen and do something dynamic. Um, you can get in contact with me at coachkair.com. Uh, you can go to get find my information about my astrological services, Coach K Radio, all of that good stuff. Um, big shouts out to everybody who's doing Moon Magic this month um, as well, moonmagic28.info. I'm really enjoying the femininity piece is really coming out in a lot of my clients this week, bro. I mean, who this new moon in Virgo I had a lot of phone, I had a lot of phone calls from some ladies who uh, wanted to push the panic button, and um, it was basically they just had to understand. Um, oh, man, I had one sister who was like, "He just won't call me back. What do I need?" But as she was talking herself through it, she realized that she had a lot of masculine traits that were very unattractive, and it was time for her to clear those masculine traits so she could pull in some more nurturing traits and get the kind of man that she really needed. And she was really missing a very unhealthy man. Because as she was describing him, he was very unhealthy. And I was like, why are you missing an unhealthy man like that? So 
Um, yeah, we've had some had some big breakthroughs uh, this month with a lot of people um, with a lot of people um, doing Moon Magic 28 on a lot of different uh, spectrums and levels. Tell people how they can um, holler at you, Ro, get in contact with you, and how they can get that special price on the book if you still have those. The book is is going quickly, and I'm actually giving the book for $8.99 to each one of my Facebook friends. So you have to be friends with me on Facebook to get the $8.99 price. And... Um, I think the shipping is like $2 or something like that. But um, on Amazon, the book is going for $16 and some change. You can reach me on Facebook. You can go to manleads.com and reach me there. You can reach all of my links to YouTube and Twitter and Instagram by just going to manleads.com. Yeah, because she got all the buttons fixed. You can just go to the site and click on the button. Take it right there. Subscribe to her YouTube channel, too. Subscribe to Coach Kaya's YouTube channel, too. Coach K Radio, baby. Take you right to my YouTube channel. All of these shows are broadcast live on YouTube, live and direct. Big shouts out to the viewers who are, like, giving me mad love on YouTube. I appreciate it. Um, all of you who are staying up late, I'm going to holler at you. Um, yeah, that's pretty much it. Of course... You know, we still got the astrology readings for anyone who needs one coming up. I know a lot of things. Y'all looking for some directions? Come on over to Coach, and uh, mm-hmm. we'll take care of CoachKAstrology.info. Um, that's about it. Um, next week, if y'all got any suggestions or anything that you all want to talk about, please give me a buzz. Let me see, because somebody might have had one more thing I want to check in the um, I want to check in the events page um, to make sure see if anybody else had any more comments over there. Yeah. So, Ro, how do you feel about the show tonight? What do you got to say? Give me give me your feedback. I think that. Um, Whomever was listening has gained a wealth of information, and I hope that people do not take the fact that we have said it with such gentle grace and take that as, you know, maybe we haven't given them extreme wisdom here, but the amount of wisdom that was given tonight needs to be taken as a serious gift. And I hope that everyone who was listening has received it that way. Jijia. Thanks, uh, <clears throat> Jason Zimmerman Bay, for coming through to check them out. I know everybody loves to get, you know, everybody wants to be recognized. So I'm going to just shout out <clears throat> everybody from the Facebook. He shouts out to somebody named Ro Cutno for coming through to the show. Uh, Leslie Love, Kyoga Kite, Mia Miyata, Stills Goldman. Noni up in California, Rebecca, Tryler, <clears throat> Valora, Omifunke, Khadija Ali, Creole Moon, Kim Burley, Nariko, Paulette, Dwayne Mula, Angela, Youngblood, Stacy, uh, Jason Zimmerman, Monique Booker, Dave, David Hicks, Manifest Ra up in D.C., Stefan Gardner, Celestine Divine, Brother Jamal, Ty Young, 
and Princess Logan. Definitely appreciate all of you all for coming through and checking us out through the Facebook link. Yeah. So, look, um, yeah, that's about it, folks. Like I said, that's all, folks. We're going to see you all next week, and we'll holler. Peace. Bye. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. 
a laundry? Oh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Over and by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.